0: Joining us now in our studios is uh, State Representative for District 20B, Todd Lippert. Good morning. Good Representative morning. Representative Lippert, thank you so much for coming in today. Glad morning. to be here on this sunny morning. Mm-hmm. sun is shining. That uh, You know, that certainly lifts my heart and my feelings. How about the <laughs> legislature? You feeling the love in the legislature with some warm, uh, nice you know, weather? It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. It's hard to know exactly. What all's helping, but uh, it certainly doesn't hurt. You've had a busy week this past week. We're heading into the home stretch; only a couple of weeks left of the legislative session, and getting a lot of bills through is uh, what uh, you've been working on, and, and really, I guess, succeeding in getting those uh, put through. Tell us about those.
1: Uh, so, yeah, so we we were able to pass our health care bill, our jobs bill, uh, and climate bill, and then our tax bill. Uh, and I'll just I'll start saying a little bit about our tax bill. Uh, Our tax proposal is uh, focused on getting relief to those who need it the most. So that's really um, our primary objective. And we want to get some support to families, uh, some support to seniors and uh, those facing student loan debt and also uh, those dealing with high property taxes. Uh, So a few of the things that that we have in our proposal, we have a $3,000 child care tax credit for families who are um, struggling with child care costs. That's been a priority of ours through the session. Uh, We know that will make a a big difference. Um, We also have increased the student loan credit to $1,400, and it's also refundable. So if you're a young person uh, with student loan debt but you don't have a liability to the state of $1,400, you would still get that tax credit. For seniors, we—if you earn less than seventy-five thousand dollars or less than fifty-eight thousand dollars as an individual—you will not pay Social Security taxes in our proposal. Um, And then we also know that for many, uh, property tax values have been uh, or property values have been going up pretty dramatically in some parts of the state. And uh, we have more property tax relief in this bill than we've had uh, the state seen in a generation. Uh, So those are some
0: key components of our proposal to try to get relief to those who need it the most. Now the. uh, Property tax, the state only collects property tax on uh, commercial and businesses, don't they? Don't uh, individuals, uh, They we, we get taxed by our, our local, our town, our school district, our county. Uh, where's that relief going to come from, I mean, the, uh, in as far as property tax? So one thing the
1: state can do is provide some credits. Um, and so... Uh, And that was something that was, you know, talked about on the house floor by both sides of the aisle is uh, especially for seniors on a fixed income. If they're if they're trying to stay in their home and suddenly they're in an area where the property values are going up dramatically, um, we're trying to provide some relief and support. We can do that through some credits. Um, uh, Tax space is um, there are many moving pieces, but uh, the state can step in and provide some support.
0: You mentioned uh, that that was one. Uh, that tax bill was a big one, but you had several other big ones. Uh, we'll let go through these, but I, I'll let you pick out which order we go through these. in. Uh, what's, what's the next? So time? the um, we
1: passed the tax bill on Wednesday. On Wednesday, we also p- passed the Jobs, uh, Commerce, and Climate and Energy Bill. And uh, one key piece of the the Jobs Bill. There are many pieces there to support workers uh, throughout the state, uh, but one piece that we put forward and passed again was paid family medical leave. And uh, the pandemic certainly showed us that uh, people need time to care for themselves and for their loved ones. Uh, What's different this session is that the Republicans in the Senate also have a plan. Uh, Their plan doesn't won't cover as many people, um, but they're at least at the table. So there may be some opportunities for a conversation around paid family medical leave. And the dynamics of the debate are different now uh, after COVID. So uh, that's something that just to watch, um, there might be some possibilities there. Then in the climate portion, we have investments in weatherization. Uh, We know that'll save people money and also help us reduce climate impacts. Wisconsin, Wisconsin, for example, they weatherize three times the homes that we do in Minnesota, and we uh, won't catch up completely to Wisconsin, which is a little heartbreaking, but uh, we can get about halfway there with what we have in the bill. And then I, and we also do more for EV infrastructure, and I have a proposal uh, for Green Bank um,
0: that will help get, deploy more green projects across the state also. You have been working on, uh, we've talked about this a couple of times, the uh, Northfield being kind of a pilot for a, a new smart grid program. Is that included in any of these bills? Did that make it through? So we're st- uh, still been having some conversations
1: about um, including some pieces of it in the bonding bill. Um, so that is still a possibility. Uh, the Commerce Department is also uh, putting for some funds that uh, – northfield as a city may be eligible for uh to support this sort of project too so i've been having some conversations with different uh both uh the bonding committee and uh, the commerce department to see where some funding might fit um but hopefully we can get some get some funds available
0: all right Uh, once again representative todd lippert is with us um you mentioned uh, more bills on the Health and Human Services. Was did that get through? Yeah,
1: Health and Human Services, we did uh, able to pass that on Tuesday. Um, and uh, in those bills, we're really trying to reduce costs, uh, health care costs, and then rebuild, uh, increase access to care. So uh, a couple of key proposals for us. We have a Minnesota Care buy-in proposal included, uh, we know that those who are getting insurance on the private market have extremely expensive insurance and it isn't very good insurance. Uh, we want to allow Minnesotans to buy into Minnesota Care for uh, affordable insurance and insurance that's actually insurance, is, is how I say it. So that's a key uh, key resource for reducing health care costs. Uh, we also want to prevent Pharmaceutical companies from doing price gouging, which um, they can do. We see that in drugs uh, like insulin with EpiPens. And so we're capping the amount of copay that a pharmaceutical company could um, it could charge, and uh, we are trying to hold pharmaceutical companies accountable as well. And then we know we need to be um, helping to rebuild the healthcare workforce, and we need direct care. Um, a key place for this is direct care workers. So. We want to increase wages for direct care workers, those who are uh, providing care for people with disabilities, older adults. We have wage increases for PCAs. That's something that I worked on. The only way that we can get more health care workers is to increase wages uh, to recruit them and retain them. That's been really hard in the disability space, and that's something that this bill is doing.
0: Representative Lippard from District 20 is with us. Any other bills? Did we get them all right there? And those are the main ones okay. that we were able to pass this week. Uh, three big pieces moving. Let's move on uh, then uh, to the conference committees. We're getting to the point where uh, the Senate will have their bills coming through. You'll form conference committees to... Hopefully, hash out everything and, and get uh, get some type of compromise. Uh, we are you on any of the conference committees uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks? Yes, I'll be on the
1: Environment Conference Committee, so I'm excited uh, for that opportunity. We had our first kind of pre conference huddle uh, last night, and the conference committees will start on Monday and. Um, so you have a few members from the House and a few members from the Senate, and they'll get together and they'll, they'll start working through the bill. So we'll start that on Monday. First thing that will happen is we'll look at the, uh, the policies, anything that doesn't have a price tag attached to it. We'll start having conversation about that, see if we can come to agreement. And then uh, what we'll be doing and what... Um, Other conference committees will be doing and be waiting for what's called uh, the joint target. So we needed the Speaker of the House and the uh, Majority Leader of the Senate to decide how much we're going to spend overall. And once that number is decided, then we can really start fitting the pieces into place. And we know that sometimes those negotiations uh, take a long time. So uh, we'll see exactly how things unfold from here. Yeah, maybe some long days ahead. There might be. (laughs) All right. Anything else, Todd? Uh, No, I just uh, appreciate the opportunity to talk a little bit about what's been happening. If folks want to reach out, uh, I encourage you to do so. Uh, Email me at rep.tod.lippert at house.mn. There's more information on my uh, house.mn website
0: or webpage, uh, but please reach out. It's good to hear from you. All right. Thank you so much for coming in today. Uh, Good luck this week at the legislature. We'll talk to you next Monday. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. State Representative Todd Lippert from District 20B.